Are you bored living a mediocre life? We were too, and we know how to change that. Each week, we'll leave our comfort zones to explore a new topic, then step onto our soapboxes, a safe space to sound off on our latest adventure. Come explore with us. All opinions are welcome. This is a mindset. This is a lifestyle. This is Siren Soapbox. Hello, fellow explorers. Welcome to Siren Soapbox. We're on a mission to explore beyond comfort zones, and we're really starting to make waves. Ready to take the first step outside of your comfort zone? Dive into sirensoapbox.com, where you can find links to our blog, our magazine, YouTube channel, and movie club. So many ways to explore. Pick one today and experience life outside your comfort zone. Laughter really is the best medicine, and here on Siren Soapbox, we love to laugh, and we love a good challenge. So when longtime listener Bill Cole challenged us to do five minutes of stand-up comedy, we of course said yes. In this challenge, Bill said, remember the real heroes don't wear capes or even uniforms for that, ma- for that matter. The real heroes are those who can make us laugh when we might feel like crying. So be a hero and get your funny tales on a stage. So that's what we did. Please listen to episode number 96, excuse me, to hear about our experience and for some tips getting started in stand-up comedy for yourself. On tonight's episode, though, we decided to be very heroic and release our stand-up routines in one podcast for your listening pleasure, and we hope you enjoy. Here's a little background. For this challenge, the Sirens Who Live in the Greater Cincinnati Area all performed on stage at Go Bananas Comedy Club in Liberty Township. Elsie, Sara, and I were so lucky to have each other there for support. Uh, that night, Sara, Siren Sara, got to go first, I think, if I remember correctly. So we will play her routine first. Here's what she had to say. Crazy ass dog. You might understand why I get that hell of an introduction here in a little bit. But anyway, I want everyone to know that uh, basically I'm here on a dare, uh, here on a challenge. Uh, I'm not really a comedian. In fact, actually, the funniest thing about me is my husband, and he's really only dad joke funny. (laughs) Um, uh, Everything that I'm trying to tell you tonight is uh, pretty true. Um, maybe not, it's maybe mostly made up, but it might be true for somebody. Um, but anyway, anyway um, a little bit about me, or like I said, something about somebody. Um, I just became a U.S. citizen. Um, Woo! Woo! I'm just playing it proudly. Um, so anyway, on the 13th of July, I became a U.S. citizen. I was uh, born in England, came over when I was 12. I can't wait to uh, uh, vote for the next Queen of England. So uh, Queen of America, Jesus. Anyway, being born in England and having lived in the United States for most of my life, I guess you could say that I'm really just Brit-ish. So uh, <laughs> like I said, I'm not really a comedian. So sorry. <laughs> have a British accent anymore, um, and that's basically because little kids are assholes, and so uh, when I first came over here, they all made fun of my very posh British accent, I think I did that better than somebody out there, but anyway, um, so uh, yes, they made fun of me, so I lost that pretty quickly, um, and then, of course, when I go back to the United States, you know, back to uh, England, as an American, you know, visit family, 
Uh, those motherfuckers all make fun of my Kentucky redneck accent. <laughs>
<laughs> Isn't she funny? And she was so worried about going on stage. She even told us that she thinks she's busy being dead that day. <laughs> oh, next to perform was Siren Elsie. Let's have a listen. Here's an example. Here lies Lauren. She slipped and fell 
run into the microwave to hit it before it reached zero. <laughs> Here lies Lauren. She didn't read the instructions on her art kit and inhaled toxic fumes. <laughs> Here lies Lauren. This is a true story. She was cleaning and accidentally made mustard gas. <laughs> Here lies Lauren. She is killing it on stage and go bananas. <laughs> store and we're getting a bar stool much like this one and he pulls it out and he goes go ahead and have a seat and see how it feels <laughs> and there was something about the way he said see how it feels that felt really creepy to me so I am like I'm sitting on this stool and I realize the only thing that's feeling anything on this stool is my butt and I look out into the furniture store and I realize that furniture is just fancy places to put your butt Place to put your butt while you're eating, while you're sleeping, while you're working, while you're playing. So, I have two ideas. One of them is I'm either going to open up a furniture store and I'm going to call it Assets. <laughs> or, I'm going to invent a really cool, comfy, portable chair that you can take with you everywhere. And that's the only chair you get to sit in all the time. Could you imagine how much room we have everywhere if, like, there are no chairs, like extra chairs. Can you imagine how cool high school would have been? Hey guys, can I sit at your table? As if seats taken. <laughs> Don't worry, pretty little head, Rebecca. I brought my own chair. <laughs> You know, that bit about Elsie's resting bitch face is hilarious. Uh, but make sure you don't get sucked into her pyramid schemes. Got it? Okay. I was the last siren to perform that night. This is Murr, by the way. And uh, here's my routine.
we took all of our kids to a neutral ground, a Mexican restaurant, we've all been to a million times. I take a seat next to Mark's oldest son, who at the time was like nine. And out of the blue, he starts, do you smell that? It smells like someone's making popcorn. And there are several holes in the story. We're at a Mexican restaurant. I don't know if you've ever been to one, but they don't fucking pop popcorn. But I love popcorn, so I was secretly hoping that he really smelled it. And so I'm all in, okay? I'm like, I, I don't smell it. Maybe I get closer to you. And it's about then that Mark realizes what's happening. <laughs> Henry John Michael, did you just fart? <laughs> I had the best time performing that set, and I really hope it made you laugh. So on the day we recorded the podcast about our experience doing stand-up, Siren TC reached out to us to say she hadn't done her set yet, and she was kind of worried about what to do. So Elsie came to the rescue. She found an online open mic comedy event called Bring Your Own Jokes, and TC signed up immediately. Three hours later... TC was performing stand-up in a Zoom meeting for a group of complete strangers, plus Elsie, and uh, Siren TC. She's up next. Three people here who have their own podcast, I should say. Um, two of them have the same podcast. Um, it is the absolutely wonderful Tracy Cole. Woo! Woo! Thank you. Thank you. So it's kind of weird because I can't see you all in gallery views, so I'm just kind of talking to my screen. So anyway, here we go. How many of you have vacationed in the Caribbean? Or me. maybe just dreamed about it as a kid? I, I dream about when, it every day. <laughs> when I was a kid, I had this picture in my mind of a Caribbean island, posh wealth you know, large yachts, designer clothes, fancy restaurants and shopping, everything neat and tidy and very expensive. Beautiful people lounging about. 
I picture tall, handsome men in tuxedos serving drinks on a nice little tray with umbrellas, basically a playground for the wealthy. And I grew up without much money, so a Caribbean vacation was a stretch. It was a dream. Now that I've lived on a Caribbean island for five years, let's talk about reality. Reality one. I wish six degrees of separation was a thing. On an island, you're lucky if you get one degree of separation. <laughs> you might think that hidden away on a rock in the middle of the sea, you could let your proverbial hair down and do some stupid fun things, right? I mean, you can, but everyone will know about it in about an hour. It's called the Coconut Telegraph, and it's really fast. <laughs> I want to be especially careful because I work in a school. So let me paint you a picture. I have one of those doctor's appointments that requires you to let go of all human decency and propriety. I'm laying on the table on my back, my feet up in stirrups. The doctor says, you're going to feel a pinch. She's checking out all of the parts that almost no one gets to see. And then she says, so when is the boy's first day back to school? <laughs> Yep, she's talking to my vagina about <laughs> My proctologist is also the parent of one of my students. I think you get the idea. Reality two, it's difficult to be glamorous in the Caribbean. Let me just tell you, if you see a woman in the Caribbean who looks beautiful and put together, you know, a designer bikini, a beach wrap blowing in the breeze as she walks along the beach with a large shade hat and designer glasses. Trust me, she has swamp ass just like the rest of us. <laughs> it's a fact. <laughs> Reality three, living on an island in the Caribbean is just like living in the States or anywhere else in the mid 80s. Do you remember when the Oreo options were regular or double stuff? or when there were two flavors of Doritos, cheddar and Cool Ranch. Remember those days? I remember the first time I went back to the States to visit. I walked into a Walmart and was immediately overwhelmed with the brightness and the largeness of it all and all of the options. I really don't even know how that happens. I was only gone for a few years, how quickly we forget things. So I made my way through the aisles and I entered the cookie aisle with an immense Oreo section. I stared and muttered under my breath, whoa. Then I yelled for my boyfriend, Dino, come look at this. A few people in the aisle nonchalantly walked my way to see what monstrosity I had discovered on the shelves. They were trying to be inconspicuous as they searched. Dino came over and we just stood side by side and stared. Now people were looking at us and giving us wide berth. What's with the crazy cookie people? There are so many flavors of Oreo cookies these days. Half the aisle was devoted to Oreo cookies. On my island, we have three flavors. We have original, double stuff, and lemon. When a fourth shows up, news travels and <laughs> Seriously, one time at a grocery store, they got a shipment of Chick-fil-A sauce. Somebody posted a picture on Facebook and in less than an hour, it was all gone. Ah, life in the Caribbean. <laughs> Reality four, my childhood musings of lifestyles in the Caribbean did not include any of the following very real daily occurrences. Cockroaches, we just ignore them. 
No one's really bothered by them here. You just shoo them away and go about what you were doing. Women discuss the most effective type of rat trap. No, I didn't say mouse trap. Drinking and driving is the norm. In fact, most island cars have a few cans or bottles that roll around every time you turn a corner to avoid a pothole. Lizards and spiders cohabitate with people and they're welcome. They eat the mosquitoes after all. Centipedes and scorpions try to cohabitate, but we kill them when we see them. <laughs> seeing you to sleep at night, and most houses are not air conditioned, thus the swamp ass situation. <laughs> Reality number five. When there is no power, which is often, the toilets don't flush. This past weekend, we had a tropical storm, Fiona. As I was filling a bucket with water from a bin in my bathtub, getting ready to dump it into the toilet to force flush everything down. I thought back to my childhood visions of posh Caribbean elegance. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so uh, how's that for island life? Is TC's description anything like you imagined? I wonder how many people she's uh, deterred from moving to an island. Although I, I will tell you, she wouldn't trade it for the world. So there you go. That's, uh, that's going to do it for the week. And no episode would be complete without a challenge. And this week, we're repeating the challenge from episode 96, which is to perform five minutes of stand-up comedy at an open mic night. You can find one in person, or you can go virtual like TC did. I know it's a recycle challenge, but we really had a ton of fun with this. And we would love to hear about your experience with it as well. So post about it and use the hashtag Siren Soapbox on all the social medias. Thank you, fellow explorers, for listening to this episode. And check us out at sirensoapbox.com for all things Siren Soapbox. And until next time, dive in, stay curious, and be happy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Siren Soapbox. And a special thank you to C-Strings for providing our music. Snag their latest EP from iTunes today. Follow the Sirens on all the social medias and don't forget to tell your friends about us. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time on another episode of Siren Soapbox.